everyone, and welcome to the December 2017 Tim Hayden's Big Ideas for Small Business podcast. I'm really excited to have my good friend, Michael Mulliken, uh, on our show today. Let me tell you a little bit about Michael. Um, Michael is um, Michael is a member of, uh, I know him from our church, New Spring Church. He and I go to church together. But Michael is currently um, on the leadership team and is responsible for our operations includes HR, finance, facilities, and web development. Uh, Michael came on staff in New Spring in 2011. Prior to that, he worked for, um, he worked for Millican and Company for 14 years. So as people know, they've heard me talk on our podcast before. You know, we're manufacturing. Michael has lived in the manufacturing world. He and I have had several conversations in the past about manufacturing. Uh, he, is, uh, he was the plant manager at, um, at one of the plants uh, for three years prior to joining the staff at New Spring. Uh, he is a graduate of Clemson University, Go Tigers. Of course, I am as well. People have heard that on a podcast uh, in mechanical engineering uh, back in 97. Michael is married to his wife, Lori, and this month they will have celebrated their 20th anniversary. Hey, Michael, congratulations. That's a big deal, man. Well, thank you, Tim. Yeah, and they have three children. They have a, they have a son, Ben, that's 15, Mark is 13, and Sarah is, and their daughter, Sarah, is seven. So um, to talk a little bit about today's topic, we're going to talk about creating margin for business. And I know that in small business world, man, we have so many tasks and so many opportunities that are going on. And let me say that uh, late last year, I was invited to to participate in our new spring all staff meeting that we have. I think it's once a quarter. Is that right, Michael? Oh, we actually do it about once a month. Okay. Well, thank you. Uh, So once a month, I got to participate that. And Michael also is in charge of new spring Academy. So once we finished the all-staff meeting, uh, you know, we, I got to go to a New Spring Academy class, and Michael taught a class on time management and delegation. And in doing that, it was so powerful to me. I asked Michael to come this year, and he spoke to our managers about this topic. So we're going to be able to unpack that today. So, again, Michael, man, we're really excited to have you with us. Well, thank you, Tim. I'm, I'm excited to be here with you today, too. Yeah. All right. So, hey, so we'll, we'll, we'll dive right in. Uh, my first question, how can small business leaders make the most of their time? Well, you know, whenever I'm thinking about, you know, how, how to make the most of your day and the most of your time, the, the first thing that, that I would look at is making sure that you understand the goals. You know, why is it that you're in business? Why is it that you do what you do? And, you know, whenever you think about the goals that you set forth for your business, you know, whether it's in terms of sales and marketing or, in, you know, if you're in manufacturing quality, you know, reducing or improving your quality or increasing your productivity or reducing waste, you know, those type things, uh, you've really got to understand those before you really can start thinking about how you make the most of your time. Because uh, one thing that I, that that if, if, uh, if you look at someone's calendar, you can usually tell what they prioritize and what are the things that they put, you know, in the forefront of what they, you know, what they're expecting to do during the day. So, you know, one thing that I would suggest is that, you know, once you understand your goals, uh, you need to organize your calendar around those goals. Um, I'll give you an example. Whenever I was in manufacturing, uh, we would have technicians on the floor that would, you know, work on equipment and stuff. And we did, uh, our, our, our company went through an initiative in implementing lean manufacturing. And when you look at a technician's toolbox, you know, a lot of times if you pulled a drawer open, you would see screwdrivers, wrenches, hammers, all mixed up together in a toolbox 
and what what lean would teach what lean manufacturing teaches you is that's not a very efficient way to do you know for a technician to be able to do his job so we would go through and we'd organize our toolboxes and put things called shadow boxes behind it where all your screwdrivers would be laid out by the size and tight the hammers would be together the wrenches would be together and that way if one is missing you know you would know that it was missing or whenever you needed to work on this gizmo or whatever you would know exactly what drawer to go to to pick up pick that tool now how does that apply to a manager or how does that apply to a business leader you know we may not have a toolbox that we're working on equipment but we do have a calendar that help it's kind of like our toolbox that helps us manage our day so you know our calendar is very important to make sure that it is organized in a way that you know that if if I need to spend time in sales or if I need to spend time making calls or if I need to uh, you know spend time uh, working on staff development that is very clearly organized on my calendar so those are some ways that I would uh, think that leaders can make the most of their time that's good so so again so so you would say that the leader needs to understand their goals yes and then once they understand those they need to uh, organize their calendar around those goals correct Okay, I think that's really good. Um, okay, so Michael, we talked to us a little bit about what you think is effective time management. So you know, you, you've only got a, a certain number of hours in the day, so you have to prioritize what you're going to work on, right? And you know, whenever I think about, you know, how do I know as I spend my day, what are the most important things for me to spend? I really ask myself two questions. Uh, you know, number one, what are those tasks or those things that are critical to the business or to the organization that you're a part of? And then number two is what are the things that I'm most passionate about? Now, depending on where you are, as far as the size of your business, uh, you, you may have a full staff. You may just have a couple people or it may be you by yourself. So these questions may or may not apply directly to you. But as your business grows, they could apply to you. But, but one of the things that I try and make sure of is that I do only what I can do. It's something that I heard from a guy uh, named Andy Stanley uh, several years ago. But, you know, he said, as you prioritize your day and as you're being effective in your time management, you need to do the things that only you can do and delegate the other things. So as I think about delegation, you know, I'm thinking about if it's critical to the business, it's something that I need to focus on. If I'm highly passionate about it, it's something that I, I need to focus on. But if there's things that are not as critical to the business or things that maybe I'm not passionate about, but somebody else would be passionate about, then those type of things I would delegate and it would help me uh, with my time management. The other thing that I was taught years ago that I would suggest that uh, everybody take you know, time in their day to do is to create margin. Um, someone taught me years ago about something that he called think time. And whenever it comes to think time, you know, it's not one of those things you're just sitting there, just staring off into space, thinking about, you know, big questions of the universe. But, but what it is, is really creating margin in your day and in your calendar to think about the things that are most important to your business and to think about the things that, you know, you really should be doing as far as the things that are critical to, uh, to your business and also the things that you can potentially delegate. And by creating that margin, even though sometimes people don't think that they can take time to, um, to create, say, 30 minutes or an hour in your day to really think through, you know, that particular day or what needs to happen in the future. What I found was that as I was more organized and as I was uh, put that as a priority, I created additional time in the rest of my week. So, you know, I would just suggest that uh, your listeners, you know, take time in their calendar 
and put blocks of time in there that are not designated to anyone or any task, but they're really designated to think about the future of your business. Uh, Michael, I think that is, that is just absolute truth. What you just spoke. And let me give you an, let me tell you about me. I have think time on my calendar almost every day before you gave that talk at our church and even to our managers. I didn't have that. And I take that time to think and to dream about the future. And because if I'm just, you know, if everything is important, nothing is important, you know? And I think that one thing I've learned to do over the years is, um, you know, I spent an awful lot of time doing nickel tasks that so I can delegate and someone else can do them. I need to spend my time doing dollar tasks, things yeah. that, to your point, things that only I can do, you know, and also to empty my cup. Andy Stanley had a great podcast on this several years ago to empty my cup of knowledge in someone else. So then they can make those decisions. I can delegate that responsibility. But as a leader, there's only, sometimes there's only things that only I can do. And I need to make sure I live in that sphere that that's what I'm spending my time on. So I think that's real good. Hey, Michael, so my next question is, what are the benefits of time management? Well, whenever I, uh, you know, when I think about uh, time management and, you know, the things that, that you can gain by being more organized in your day, really as a small business owner, I mean, your time is money. And, and what I would say the biggest benefit that you have as a small business owner of, you know, being very organized is that you can generate more revenue and that should generate more profit for your business. Um, I think whenever, when, when you're thinking through, you know, some of the other benefits that can come from it, I do think that at being an organized business owner, you, you reduce your stress. Uh, you're able to get more accomplished during the day, which also means that you probably have fewer times that you're having to spend after hours working. So you probably are able to spend more time with your family, going to the ball game with your kids, spending time with your wife. And those types of things. So there's lots of benefits with effectively managing your time. That's good. And Michael, I want to go back to the previous question when we were talking about uh, creating margin. One thing that we've done this year is we've went in and we've changed our entire organizational chart. So I did really have two direct reports. Now I have five. So we created operational lanes or lanes of responsibility, uh, vertical lanes. In doing that, we did that with one mission and one purpose in mind and that is to create margin for our managers so they can make their areas better. And we're just starting to reap the benefits of seeing that. And I, th I think for a long time, we had too much on our managers. So we're trying to lighten the load so they can dream and all for the future. And we're seeing some good change. We think that'll continue to happen over time. That's great. Hey, yep. Yeah. Hey, Michael. So my next question is, um, what are some solutions for handling common distractions? Well, you know, when, when I, if I think about distractions, probably in my day, the thing that distracts me the most is my cell phone or my iPhone. You know, I, it's, what's crazy is uh, if you, whenever you think about the number of times that you pick your cell phone up and you look at it each day, it's crazy. As a matter of fact, there's a study that, that went out that says that on average, people pick up their phones and look at their phones 87 times a day. Now, we, and not only do they, do they pick it up 87 times a day on average, people use their phone three to four hours per day. And to me, that's just crazy because 15 years ago, none of us had these smartphones that occupied that much of our day. So they're awesome because you can stay connected with many more people than you could used to be able to. But at the same time, if you're not careful, that can be a giant distraction for you during the day. So, uh, you know, so number one, you know, a lot of times if I've got to be in deep thought and I'm thinking during my think time and if I'm, 
really focused in on things. I try to set my phone aside or either put it on, you know, somewhere where my wife can get in touch with me, but maybe everybody else can't. But uh, so, so, you know, that's one thing that I do. But the other thing that I'd say uh, for handling distractions is get yourself a great assistant. You know, maybe you're, you're not in a place yet in your business where you're able to have an assistant, but one day you will as your business grows. And one thing that I found is that my assistant is really just an extension of me. And what they're able to do for me is they, uh, we, Craig, who's my assistant, has been around me long enough where he, he knows pretty much how I'm going to answer things. So he's able to, to, to guard my calendar. He's also able to guard my time and answer many of the questions that people might would have for me. He's able to go ahead and, and answer those for me. Um, so whenever it comes to distractions for me, uh, having a great assistance, a, a, a wonderful thing. You know, and I will, I will echo that and say, I agree. I've had an assistant for about 18 months or so. And before that I did everything by myself. Um, we, we have truly embraced that in our business. And now our managers, even some of them have assistants. Now I want to, I want to, I want to lean in and talk to the small business person. Maybe they've got one employee or team member, or they got 10, you know, you, you may not have the, you may not financially be able to afford an assistant, but you know what? You can take someone that's on your team. If you have 10 people and maybe an hour a day, they could help you do some things. And as you grow that amount of time, they can help you, you know, I think can, can, will benefit your business in ways you can't imagine because, you know, if you're a small business leader or owner, you got the weight of the entire organization on you. Those nickel tasks I talked about earlier, we can make sure that they spend the, the you know, you can delegate those, and work on things only you can work on. So I think that's real good. And, and hey, you know, you're right, 15 years ago, we didn't have smartphones. And it's, it is crazy when you look how many people, and you know, we've went on vacation a few times this year, and then going and seeing people on their cell phones and walking across the street in a car in front of them. So I mean, I think people have got to be really careful, you know, because nothing is that important to, you know, get injured or something by checking a text message or social media or whatever it may be. So I think that's important. If your small business is like advertisements on Facebook and stuff like that, then maybe you don't like that advice. (laughs) That's that's true. You know, uh, for sure. The the phone can be a a big distraction. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, Hey, uh, so uh, next question, you know, um, and I, I said this earlier in our conversation, if everything is important, nothing, then nothing is. How do we identify big time wasters? Um, the way I would think about that question owner or whatever we, you know, whatever part we are in the organization, we really need to understand the why behind what we do. And then when we understand the why and we, we realize this is the purpose that I have in the, in the role that I'm in, then whenever things come in, you know, come across our desk, whether it's emails, phone calls, we have meetings, we have, uh, one-on-ones with our, uh, you know, leaders that are, that are part of our team, then we can think in terms of making sure that everything is focused on the why so that, you know, if something is not focused on the why, then that's potentially a time waster. And what I would say is that uh, understanding why you do what you do, understanding then the goals that will help you accomplish the why of what you do, help you identify the things that are critical and most important, But by doing that, you also identify the things that are wasters of your time. Mm -hmm. And whenever you identify those things and have margin in your day to really evaluate what you've been working on and how you've been efficient or not efficient, then I would say that those time wasters can be dealt with. 
And, you know, any good leader understands that, that the answer no is not necessarily a bad thing. And sometimes we have to say no to people. And sometimes we have to say no to good things so that we can do great things. So, um, you know, we have to focus our time so we don't allow, you know, things to be wasted like that. Yeah, uh, I completely agree. And I know that sometimes we have to give us something good. I'll say what you just said in order to get something great. You know, and we've got to learn to say no. And over the years, you know, for a long time, Michael, I had a hard time saying no to people. But I've learned, you know, to, I've learned to do that because, again, I've got to prioritize what I do and make sure that I do the things that only I can do. I think that's really good. Anything else about that question? Dot, we'll move on. Oh, we can move on. Okay. All right. Hey, so, um, okay, so, how, Michael, how can we stay productive? Um, the, the thing, uh, if I think about, you know, how to stay productive – what I would say is, you know, once you identify the rhythms and the routines of your week, you know, and you've identified your goals and you've organized the calendar around those goals, and, you know, you, you really prioritize and you know the things that only you can do, you need to kind of systematize it. And what I mean by that is create a routine, create a system that, would, that allows you to make sure those things stay on the, uh, the forefront of your mind, of, the, of your business. And... Uh, Certainly there's tools out there that help you systematize things. You know, some of the tools that I use uh, outside of just a normal calendar, I actually like the, uh, the idea of uh, the Google suite of products. So what I mean by that is Google has something out there called Google Keep. It's an app that you can use on your uh, smartphone, your iPad, your desktop. And it's like a to-do list. So uh, whenever I'm meeting with my leaders and that, those sorts of things, I keep a a tab uh, for each of those leaders of things that I'm asking them to do. Uh, that's one tool that I use. I uh, also like the Google Docs sheets and slides suite that comes with Google. Again, all this, I believe for small business is free. If it's not, it's, it's a very low cost for small business. Um, but by using those type products, I'm able to use that stuff across multiple devices and I can, I don't have to carry around a laptop all the time. But there are ways that I can, those are some ways that I systematize, you know, organizing around goals and the why beyond, uh, behind what I do. Uh, that's really good. That's really good. I, actually, I was sitting there taking notes as you were saying that, Michael. So I've got to follow up on some of that. We don't use much Google. We use, we use a lot of Microsoft stuff. So yeah. I think that's hey, Microsoft has com uh, competing products that are very similar. It's just typically Microsoft's a little bit more expensive than Google. <laughs> yeah, I Google, understand. Google makes their money off of ads. Microsoft makes it off the software. I got you. I got you. You know, hey, Michael, my, my final question for today is, uh, you know, leave us, you know, what, what can you leave us with one important piece of advice? What I would say is, you know, and I'm, I talked about it earlier in, in the podcast, but I would say that the thing that's been the biggest game changer for me as a manager, whenever I'm trying to organize my day and whenever I'm trying to think about how to be more productive is this concept of think time. And, you know, it's a very simple concept. It's basically, basically just putting time on your calendar to think about the future, to think about the things that are most important to accomplish whatever that future state is, and to, to, uh, to allow yourself time in the day just to evaluate where you've been. And uh, so, so I started doing that about 15 years ago, you know, and it really did change the way that I operated and the way that I ran the business that I was a part of then. And even on into uh, where I am now, uh, that, that the concept of think time, to me, if there was one thing I'd like you to take away, is that, is the, is the concept of think time. 
The other thing that I would say, you know, just as, a, as advice, you know, uh, someone also told me years ago that life is more than just making a living. And, you know, and I'd also like to encourage your listeners that, you know, that profit loss statements, all that stuff is extraordinarily important. There's also lots of other questions in life. And, you know, and if, if people have other questions in life, I am a pastor at a church. And, you know, so I, I you know, I, I would say, you know, if you have questions in life that are outside of just business and that kind of thing, that uh, we have a website, newspring.cc, that if you have any of those questions, we'd love for you to visit and, uh, and you know, take a look at the website and see if you can find some of those answers that may not be profit loss stuff, but may have bigger implications on life. Yeah, and then I'll, I'll close to this. You know, we, you know, our business is about, you know, at the end of the day, we are about making money and to where we can improve the, you know, the quality of life for all of our team members. But there is more of a purpose here than just that. You know, I mean, there and, and it really is, and, and I'm fully convinced in that. And we're just thankful, um, you know, that I'm I'm blessed and thankful to get to do what I get to do every day. You know, so I think it's a, it's a big deal. So I appreciate you sharing that. Well, hey, Michael, we're going to close this out, man. Thank you for taking time to you know to speak into our listeners and how we hope. And again, Michael, just let to let you know, you know, the Lord put this in my heart uh, several years ago to do this podcast. If it will help one business leader and one business owner to improve their business, it's worth us taking the time each month to do that. So I mean that sincerely. And again, you know, but we really thank you for your time. I know we're all busy. So we appreciate you being on today. Thank you, Tim. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. All right. So, hey, so um, remember, I just want to remind our listeners to uh, remember, tune in uh, each month. You know, if you've got something that you would like to hear us um, speak about, you know, put a, make it, put a review on iTunes. So everyone look forward to uh, talking again next month. Take care and God bless.